today we're going to wrap up the week of updates of um, you know new guidelines, new ideas, mm-hmm. new new data uh, for all these things that we've been talking about this week, uh, with an update on recommendations for physical exercise. You know, I've, I've been thinking about this with all these updates this mm-hmm. week, and you and I have talked about this a number of times. Um, we decided to do these updates because th- things just appear in the news, and, mm-hmm. and it, it struck us that wow, let's see what see what else has been updated. So mm-hmm. we've seen updates on children's mental health, college mental health. Um, this happens to be about exercise. And as I was reading this article, I thought, you know, I've always wondered how people find out about this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, in the old days, before the internet, mm-hmm. it was really difficult because right. if you weren't a part of an organization. Right. A professional organization, you just didn't hear about this mm-hmm. stuff, okay? Uh, the government would publish things, but n- nobody had access to them. Right. With the internet, you can at least get access to these things. Right. But even with the internet, how would you know that this has been published, mm-hmm. okay? So we're happy to say yeah. that we're looking at these things, trying to keep up with them, and we'll pass them on to you because I think today's podcast is a, is a discussion about a really important document. Mm-hmm. that is relevant across demographic right. groups, across right. ages, across ethnicities, across physical conditions. Right. So I think this, this um, podcast is, is, um, is going to appeal to, will appeal to everybody. Right, okay. absolutely. There's a little something for everyone. So in 2008, mm-hmm. the U.S. Uh, Department of Health and Human Services uh, published its first edition right. of the um, Physical Activity Guidelines for Americans. That's right. All right. Mm-hmm. How much should you be doing? Right. Mm-hmm. Recently, this year, um, they published a second the revision. Uh, a revision of so that. So the revision happened. We're not inventing this stuff. Right. They just decided that ten years later, mm-hmm. they w- yesterday we saw a study from two thousand seven to two thousand seventeen. Today it's two thousand eight to two thousand eighteen. Right. Okay. So we have revised exercise guidelines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now in the in the third paragraph of the Psychology yes. Today right. uh, article that we. Mm-hmm. Linked in the show notes, um, there is a hyperlink to the to the actual scientific report from the um, HHS um, right. think group, and and so you can link. There is um, that document has a ton of information. It's, don't print the whole thing. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't you're gonna print. You don't, no, don't print. Just go to the section that you're interested in. Yeah. There's a section for if you have cancer and mm-hmm. what should you do. There's a section on young children. There's mm-hmm. a section on pregnant women. Yeah. There's a section on the elderly. Yeah. So go to the section that you want, because each of those is fairly detailed. Absolutely. They're, they're pretty big documents. So please don't hit the print key when you get there, because um, you're gonna be going through some paper and ink. <laughs> and you need a few, few reams of paper. Right, so, uh, but it's a, it's a valuable document. Right. So put it somewhere where you can refer to it right. um, on a regular basis. So, so we, we talk about exercise often on the podcast because mm-hmm. it is the, the <coughs> therapeutic physical health benefits of exercise are immeasurable. You know, the you know estimates suggest that we would um, save 117 billion billion dollars in annual healthcare costs if everybody just exercised. Right. You know. It, so. Exercise is a pretty important thing. It's the single most important thing you can do for yourself. Whatever else you do, probably the single most important thing you can do to improve everything about you, Mm -hmm. how you think, how you feel, how you function, how long you live. 
the single most important thing you can do is move more. Right. Okay. And that's what we're hearing from this report. Right. You have to start moving. There have been a couple of articles in the past week or so stating that uh, we sit too much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, you and I, of course, are guilty because of our profession. Mm -hmm. We're guilty of that. Um, but Americans sit too much, and and that Americans sit too much is a is part of this research. I mean, right. that's that's what came out of this report is we sit too much. We don't move enough. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the more you move, the better you're, the better off you're going to be. Right. Now the report kind of gives us new guidelines in four different categories. Right. And so we're going to review those four categories just to kind of give you some information about the updated right. recommendations. The first area mm -hmm. is in aerobic exercise. Right. Um, and what we're talking about here, of course, is sort of, um, we're talking about the use of uh, your cardiovascular system, is, is stressing your cardiovascular system. Mm -hmm. um, aerobic exercise basically means that you're doing an exercise that requires a lot of oxygen. Right, uh, it's a repetitive movement mm -hmm. that increases your heart rate mm -hmm. and increases your pulmonary, your lung function, right. okay? Like running or jogging or very brisk walking, you know, right. speed walking, um, any, a rowing. In mm -hmm. those rowing machines or kayaking, anything you do that increases and you increase and maintain an elevated heart rate. Right. Okay, and that's aerobic exercise. Right, air, oxygen. And so what it rec what they recommend here is that we focus on three things associated with aerobic exercise: right. the intensity, the duration, and the frequency. Right. So as far as intensity goes, you know, we're talking about, of course, the degree to which you're working, you know, how hard you're working. Um, and we need, it needs to be moderate to, to vigorous. Right. Um, it needs to right. be pretty significant. That's right, at least moderate. And, and what that significant means is different to each person. You know, That's what's vigorous to me may not, may exactly. be easy to you. Right, uh, we know what he means. What was vigorous to me at 45, is vigorous to him at 45. Mm -hmm. What's vigorous when you're 80 right. is different. Is different. I mean, if you watch tennis players, for example, any sport, okay, mm -hmm. you watch um, each year we have, we have a minor league baseball team here, but in the spring, the major league players come right. and they have a day, they have old timers day. They have former players, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. who were superb athletes. Well, now they're in their 50s and 60s. Right. They don't move quite as fast Mm -hmm. or as well as they did when sure. they were in their 20s, okay? And you can see that difference. So what's vigorous at 60 mm -hmm. isn't vigorous at 20, shouldn't be vigorous at 20, right. okay? So there are age guidelines, mm -hmm. and, the, and the report gives you those age guidelines. Right. You know, what do we mean by um, intensity? Right. What we mean by intensity when you're 25 is different than when you're 65, right. okay? And, and it's the same when it comes to duration, the how long duration. you should work, mm -hmm. and, and frequency, how often you should be doing right. it. Mm -hmm. um, those those numbers are going to vary depending on your personal demographics and you know uh, life situation, life circumstance. Right. Um, it's going to vary a little bit, but those are the three things that we need to think about when it comes to aerobic right. exercise. And the good news is, is you don't have to do this every day. Right. They're talking a couple of t maybe two days a week right. that you do aerobic exercise. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you have to go out seven days a week right. and do this. Do it a couple of days a week. That's sufficient. Absolutely. Okay. The same thing uh, sort of goes with the second area, which is muscle strengthening activities. Now, if you want to chide me about something, mm -hmm. if you care to, if you have the heartlessness, the cold-hearted part of you, muscle weakness is where you can take me to take me to school. Mm -hmm. 
you get weak in a hurry yeah. as you age. Yeah. And you can tell the difference. You can tell it in simple things, yeah. lifting simple objects. Mm -hmm. And I, I've watched I've watched my parents, you know, when, when my father was my father was, was a carpenter, I mean he was a construction worker. When he reached his eighties and nineties, mm -hmm. you could tell that, that he was weakening. Muscle strength decreases in a hurry right. after a certain age. Right. And you notice it in your daily existence. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and so it's important that we include some mus muscle strengthening Absolutely. Um, activity um, in our regular routines. Um, we know we, we, we did a report uh, a couple of, um, maybe a couple of months ago right. on a, a study that, sh that um, identified the benefits of um, weightlifting, you know, lifting weights Right. Uh, twice a week. Twice you know, a week. Going to the Again. gym twice a week right. just to lift s some weights um, significantly <coughs> improves mood and can even prevent depressive right. episodes. So we know that this is effective not just for your physical health but also for your mental health. So, you know, including some muscle strengthening exercises is going to be important. Now, some bad news. Um, no, not bad news. We t we think about muscle strength as, for example, when you lift a half a gallon of milk, a gallon of milk, mm -hmm. okay. It's been effortless all of your life. Mm -hmm. You know, kids can pick up the jug and mm -hmm. watch an 80-year-old pick up a gallon of milk. I mean, my mother, who's in her 90s, stopped buying large volume containers, mm -hmm. gallons and half gallons, because she simply can't lift them. Right. Okay. The other muscles that you need to strengthen are your thigh muscles. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. ability to get on a chair and off a chair cannot be underestimated. Well, core strength, thighs and core is really important, yeah. Because one of the seats you want to get on and off every day is in the bathroom. Yeah. One of those seats. Hmm. If you can't do that, you're going to a nursing home. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, and that, that's when you go. When yeah. you can no longer get yourself on, on and, and off. off a seat, you need you need to go to a nursing home. Yep, That's a sobering thought. Yeah. So when we talk about muscle strength, we're not talking about lifting a half a gallon of milk. Mm -hmm. We're talking about where you're going to live right. and what level of care you're going to need. Absolutely. So um, exercise all those muscles. Right. Okay. Now, um, similar, similar story with the number three, which is bone strengthening activities. Absolutely. For all of the same reasons, um, exercising your muscles and strengthening your muscles are going to strengthen your, your bones. You also increase bone density because mm -hmm. one, what's one of the things that happens? Osteoporosis. Mm -hmm. okay? And so how do, you, how do you keep your bones strong? By strengthening them with weight training. Right. Okay? Uh, again, what happens to the elderly? They break a bone. Mm -hmm. And where are you going to go if you break a bone? You're going to a nursing home. Right. Okay? So do everything you can to prevent breakage because right. Right. It's, a, it's a life changing event. Absolutely. And the fourth area is balance improving activities. <clears throat> I was just talking about core. Right. Um, it, this Absolutely. is all about core. You know, being able to maintain your balance, being able to, um, you know, prevent falls and prevent um, disorientation and some of those kinds of things. You need to, to have that core strength, um, but, but just the overall balance right. to be able to sort of keep yourself um, maintained. I'm smiling because when I had my hip surgery, mm -hmm. um, you suddenly become aware of how important balance, how important balance is. Right. And if you watch, <clears throat> the elderly will talk about this. They'll say stepping off a curb becomes right. a major event right. because 
you no longer when you stand on one leg, and we do this all the time with children, so mm -hmm. stand on one leg to make sure they're, you know, right. bilateral development. Um, in the elderly, it's extraordinarily difficult. They lose their balance right. and they lose their orientation very quickly. Right. And they, and w if you work with the elderly, they talk about that, that um, that stepping off a curb or going downstairs, they're very, very careful right. because they don't have that they they don't have that vestibular system and balance especially when you go to one leg. There's a, friends of ours have a swimming pool, and for a long time I had trouble getting into it because I couldn't squat on one leg. Mm -hmm. You know, I did, because they tear up your muscles when you do that hip surgery. So until your muscles come back, you mm -hmm. can't do that. And I thought, oh, this is what it's like when you're older, right. when you don't have the muscle strength to balance yourself on right. one leg. Yeah. yeah. So, so <coughs> overall, the HHS recommends four um, key physical activity right. uh, guidelines. Right. Um, the first you mentioned already, we need to move more. Move um, more. We, we need to move more and sit less um, right. as a whole, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, the second thing is for that is the, the amount that we should be exercising. Right. I mean, it says that adults should do at least 150, that's two and a half hours, right. to 300 minutes, that's five hours, a week of moderate intensity. Right. Of, um, of aerobic exercise. Of, of modern intensity, uh, vigorous intensity, aerobic exercise. Right. right. So, so two and a half hours, about a half hour a day. Right. Okay. If you did a half hour a day or 40 minutes a couple times a week, mm -hmm. if you did 40 minutes, uh, what, four times, mm -hmm. a couple times a week, you'd be up to 300. Okay. Right. So, they recommend um, moderate. Mm -hmm. So, don't go for a stroll. You, you have to get your heartbeat up. Yeah. Um, 150 to 300 minutes. Per week, right? Okay, of aerobic exercise, right? Mm -hmm. Number three is that um, we should be doing physical activity um, beyond that with the um, with muscle 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 building, right? Um, and, and and that is you know to actively you know strengthen your muscles and, and increase muscle um, right. density. And they they recommend that about again about the same amount of time you know devoted to muscle strengthening. Right. So um, probably the best way to do this. What, what we're going to recommend to people is that they um, decide what exercises mm -hmm. they're going to do. And so, just like any athlete, uh, Tuesday is devoted to weights, mm -hmm. Wednesday is aerobics, Thursday is balance, Friday right. is. So, just uh, organize your week so that you can include, because it's important that you include all of these. Um, if if your aerobic exercise is also muscle strengthening, right. okay, then then you've you've got both. But um, but save time and build in some muscle strengthening, bone, right. bone strengthening exercises. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and finally, uh, kind of circling back to the aerobic exercise, right. they say that, mm -hmm. um, you know, they recommend the 150 to 300 minutes right. a week. Um, if you go beyond the 300 minutes, it's even better. Even better. The more so you do. The more you do, right. the better. Up to a point. You don't want to start breaking your body down and you're not going to if you're older, but, but younger people should do more. Uh -huh. um, and we would recommend that people under 50 or 60 right. should actually do more than the minimum guidelines. Absolutely. Okay. So the, the guidelines offer, as, as you said already, right. um, some really specific things for yeah. different populations, whether we're talking about preschool children, um, elderly um, adults, um, kids, right. teenagers, pregnant women, people with cancer. Th there, there are recommendations for all of these different right. uh, demographic groups, mm -hmm. um, and, and they they vary slightly, right. um, sometimes significantly. Right. In the article that we posted in the um, notes, that we, um, the, the article from Psychology Today, it, it has a little blurb about right. uh, everything from preschoolers to the elderly. 
but again, we remind you to go into the scientific report right. itself, the 2018 guidelines, because each of those is expanded and they mm -hmm. give you very specific guidelines that right. you can follow. And just following those guidelines is going to improve everything in a hurry. Absolutely. Okay? So Absolutely. So get moving. Another um, clear example of why exercise is so, so important in right. our lives. So um, check out these reports uh, um, and you'll be the better for it. So. All right. All right? Good. Well, that is it for today and for this week on updates and right. You know, we'll um, do this revisions. once in a while. Yeah, right? as we as we become aware of them, we'll pass them on to you. Absolutely. So, all right. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.